0: hi welcome to another episode of the lord's delight today we are talking about waiting with laughter why i i recently realized i was complaining a lot about waiting for something then i realized like you know you how sometimes you feel like you've been waiting like forever but that's not true if we actually look back like you know Except for a few things most of the time we wait for short periods we get something and then we move on to the next thing what happens is we sort of forget those answered prayers that came in during that short time i realized looking back while i now i'm let's say i'm waiting for an internship during summer and i'm like lord it's too late (laughs) can you imagine saying this to the god who created time yes it's mind-boggling but I do that sometimes but then the place that I am now doing my masters is a place that I have prayed for because I didn't know what was next God opened the door not just he showed me where to go but he brought me the process itself was a big answer to a prayer and I quickly forget that God did that And so when my next waiting period comes, I am the same annoying person who is like, God, 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 just like, oh, I need this. You need to do this. This is the time. Does he not know if I truly say the Lord's prayer with conviction, he is sovereign. His will is being done in heaven. And I'm asking him to do the same on earth. You can't negate what is happening. Like he is the God of timing then then I realized there is a disconnect between knowing that he's sovereign and actually feeling what I am feeling. There was sort of a little bit of a disconnect. So before we even go to today's like you know example that I want to talk about waiting with laughter, I wanted to talk about this disconnect and this is a disconnect that even Jesus felt which boggled my mind. He is a God who created the feelings as well, right? So he acknowledges them. It's not like, I know that he's the God of timing, but sometimes my emotions don't reflect what I know. So I want to talk about John 11, where Jesus is raising up Lazarus. He, knowing that Lazarus was sick, stays for a longer time where he was, even though he got the news and then he goes and meets martha and mary jesus knows he's going to raise lazarus up he's a friend he loves them i mean jesus knows he is human fully human and fully deity he knows that he's going to raise lazarus up right so technically he should have been okay but you know what verse 35 says jesus wept because if you go a little bit before it says when mary and martha they come weeping and the jews who are with them are also weeping it moves jesus and he weeps knowing full well he will raise lazarus up the sadness the emotions were there on losing a friend and seeing people suffer the knowledge that he's going to raise lazarus up did not stop that emotion so, knowing what God has promised you is good. You need to rely on it. But you will have emotions sometimes that don't agree with what you know. You need to take it to God to process it because He is a God, just like I pointed out, a God who understands that because knowing full well He had the power to raise Lazarus up. And that is exactly what was going to happen. Jesus still cried. That just blew my mind because sometimes i always try to repress all this you know contrary emotions that you get which is very opposite of what you know the thing is though jesus created i mean god created those emotions too we need to take it to him to deal with it it is not for us to just suppress and fake it or tell ourselves oh why do i feel this way i shouldn't be so from that point where I'm telling you that you have to deal with emotions when they are contrary to what you know and what you have been promised. Setting that as a context. Now, I want to talk to you about how to wait with laughter. And there are two kinds of laughter. The first laughter is in Genesis 18, where and the three visitors come to abraham and he invites them and then uh, he is being hospitable to them he tells to sarah quick you know do this make it and then they what they do is in verse 10 one of them says i will surely return to you about this time next year and sarah your wife will have a son sarah who was listening it actually says that both abraham and sarah were past childbearing age right And in verse 12 it says so Sarah laughed to herself as she thought after I am worn out and my Lord is old will I now have this pleasure? She's like right dude my menopause is done and this is like Abraham is so old. Do you think it's going to happen now? She's laughing to herself. But then when Lot says hey why did she laugh? She was like afraid and she lies there. You know I did not. This is again faking an emotion that was not right or what she didn't have what she actually felt and what she projects out to these visitors is two different things why is that important it is important that we be truthful to him why i am saying this is i'm going to contrast this with the laughter that abraham had for the same kind of promise if you just go one chapter before in genesis 17 God says in 15 to Abraham as for Sarah your wife you are no longer to call her Sarai, her name will be Sarah I will bless her and she you will have a son by her I will bless her so that she'll be mother of nations kings of peoples will come from her you know what it says here in verse 17 Abraham fell face down and he laughed again he says will a son be born to a man 100 years old he's saying the same reasons right she's already done this like you know she's also old sarah like is 90 i'm like 100 will we have kids now and he's laughing but he's doing that in front of god He was not doing like Sarah hiding behind the tent. He is taking his emotions right to God and he is being open. He says, you know what? This is not going to happen. Both of us are old. Blush Ishmael instead. He is saying this to the almighty, powerful God. Who doesn't lie? Abraham knows that, but he's still not able to believe. You see these two people. Yes, they are a couple and they, like, you know, they get over this and then they come together and they have Isaac. But the thing is though, Abraham felt unbelief Sarah felt unbelief she hid that emotion from God but Abraham did not he took it to God and that is what we need to be like people Jesus modeled that he did not hide his emotions he knew what was to happen and still had a different kind of emotion about sadness and he wept so today I am asking you has God promised you something And then you have totally contrary emotions to it. You don't feel it. Take that emotion to God. Do not feel like it is disrespecting him. Take the emotions, the trueness, the rawness. Be real with God. Abraham didn't believe, but he received the promise. Because he took that emotions to God. Eventually Sarah did too, but let's not hide it from God. So this is not a lesson just for you guys. It's for me too. So when I receive a promise and it everything looks different and somehow I feel or have trouble digesting it or even like believing it, I need to take that to God as well. So I hope this encourages you out there. If you have emotions that are contrary to what you know, take them to God. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.